Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, I mean, great win against LSU. Um, I'm just more of a... Uh, cautionary type guy when it comes to these games um they didn't use harold perkins right i mean he might be the best edge rusher in the country and you're trying to make him a traditional linebacker when he goes to the nfl he will not play traditional linebacker he will come off the edge so i have to take that into account i also have to take into account that you know, uh, Jaden Daniels is one of the best scramblers in the country, and when he scrambled against us, he was gashing us for 15 to 20 yards every time. So, you know, it's just things like that. You can't always count on bad coaching from the other team to win games. Um, and let's face it, you know, that wasn't a good coaching performance by Brian Kelly nor or his staff. Um, I also look at some of the mistakes that Jordan Travis made, you know, as a six year player, you can't make those type of mistakes like taking a sack or throwing the ball out of bounds. Those are plays that help you stay in the game when you are going to the ground and you just blindly throw the ball in the air, that could have been caught and ran back for a touchdown. You got lucky. You got lucky on that play. You know, you just can't continuously do stuff like that. You know, you can't double pump on the tunnel screen. So, you know, you, you stuff like that can cost you games. And, you know, we have a really good team. We have a really good offense. I think we can beat anybody on this schedule. I think if we don't play to our full potential, we can lose to anybody on this schedule. Um, so it's just one of those things where, you know, the national media is pumping you up. Everybody's saying that Florida State is back. You know, Clemson has a seven-game winning streak on us. And if Dabo is going to have his boys ready to play against anybody, it's going to be Florida State. Okay? So, I, I didn't think the game was going to be like it was, the LSU game. I, I was not, in my mind, predicting that score. I was thinking more of 24-21. I thought it would be close like that. Um, LSU couldn't convert in the red zone. Um and that's really the, the and not using their two best players correctly. Um, so you can't always count on that every week. Um, you and this week you got a Southern Mississippi team coming in. We should dominate them. Um, but just like Duke beat Clemson, you can't take anything for granted. You can't just show up. And think because you have a certain logo on the side of your helmet that everything is going to go the way that you want it to go. That's not how football works. 
you know, you got to show up and dominate. Um, so, you know, my game plan against Southern Miss would be to run the football. You know, I would give Benson 10 to 15 carries. I would give Tua Feely 10 to 15 carries. I would give Hill 10 to 15 carries and just run the ball and just very limited, you know, throws. I would not I would say maybe 20 throws in that game and only out of necessity if the run is not working. But against this team, against this Southern Miss team, you should be able to dominate within the trenches. Uh, for what it's worth, we we did we didn't dominate LSU like we did last year in the trenches, but we pretty much held our own and sometimes dominated in the trenches. Um, I think Farmer is is slowly becoming a very uh, important player on that defensive line. I like the transfer from Western Michigan. Love it. Uh, played well. Um, I wanted to see more from Jared Verse. Um, I really didn't see nothing from him in the first half. I think the second half he had a couple pressures. We got to cut down on the penalties. Um, and in particular, the the, 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 fre- the personal fouls. You know, that's, that's just no discipline. Um, you got to be able to stay discipline i can understand being physical and playing with violence but you you got to be able to control yourself and not do those type of things because you know something like that can cost you big down the road um i'm very happy with the direction that this program is going um i'm not ready to say acc champs i'm not ready to say national championship you know, I just want to take it one game at a time and not set myself up for disappointment because I've done that so many times after one game with this team the last several years where I thought we were back and we were not. Um, but Mike Norvell has all the tools at his dis- disposal to run the table. I don't think, you know, there's a legit threat on this schedule if we – come and play our a game if we come and play our a game i don't i undefeated playoff acc champs possible national championship but jordan travis has to play smarter you know taking a sack is not a bad play okay if it's it depends on what part of the game it is but taking a sack is not a bad play um you know, and just don't blindly throw the ball into a tunnel screen where you, you never double pump on the screen, especially a tunnel screen. And I don't really like those plays anyway. I just think it's really risky. I think you can possibly, you know, like he got his ball intercepted. I think that ball is more... Uh, that when you throw that tunnel screen, it's more likely that it could be intercepted than caught and ran for yards after the catch. Because you're when you throw the ball parallel to the line of scrimmage, you're basically giving the DB an opportunity to break on the ball and make a play. 
So, I mean, a lot of mistakes that they have to get corrected for us to um, continue moving on and upward. I like the optimism from the fans and the players and the coaches. And, I mean, it's just it's a great time to be a Florida State football fan. Um, I know a lot of people are looking at the Duke-Clemson game and thinking that, you know, we're just going to roll through Clemson. If, if Dabo is going to have those guys ready to play for any game, it's going to be Florida State. He absolutely hates losing to Florida State. So I think when that game takes place on the 23rd, I believe, you know, he's going to pull out all the stops to win that game. And we cannot go into that game, you know, full of ourselves and just thinking that we're just going to roll. You know, we got a, what, seven-game uh, losing streak against those guys. So I think, you know, it's going to be more of a mental hurdle getting over that. I know we got a lot of new players that haven't gone through that winning, that losing streak. But, I mean, we they know that we haven't beaten them in seven years. So, um, you know, it's going to be... Just from a mental standpoint, it's going to be a, a, a mountain to climb to beat those guys. Um, it's Again, as far as the Southern Miss game goes, I think you just come out and run the football and you dominate. Um, that's what I would do. I wouldn't try to be too fancy on offense. I, I just think we have better athletes than Southern Miss. Um, I think we should be able to run the ball 50 times. I wouldn't mind seeing all three running backs go over 100 yards, and we just dominate. Very limited passing. There's, you know what I'm saying? We should dominate these guys, and this would be a great tune-up game for the defense. Really, the next two weeks. Um, Boston College is not a threat. We should dominate Boston College, and then um, week uh, four, we should dominate Clemson. Um, I'm not going to put Clemson in the win column, but we should go into that game 3-0. and It's going to be a, a, a tall ass to go into Clemson and beat them at Clemson. Their crowd is going to be hyped up. Their players are going to be hyped up. And, you know, Dabo's going to have them ready to play. But, you know, this is, this is why Mike Norvell got the raise, to get your team prepared for these type of games. And, um, you know, just from all the way around, offense, defense, special teams, I would like to see quicker in-game adjustments. Okay? You couldn't run the ball in the first half, so you put Bell in the backfield and you ran that two-back counter. Well, I would have liked to seen that adjustment in the first half. Okay? Um, defensively, you did some things to limit them to seven points in the second half. I would like to see those adjustments made in the first half. I mean, our weakness still to this day is a mobile quarterback. And when you play against Club Nick, what does he do? What does he do well? He runs. He's not a great passer, but he's a very fast runner. So I would guarantee that. Clemson's going to have something in the playbook for uh, for the QB 
to run. So you have to shore up that stuff on defense. Um, I just I just feel like the the national championship talk, playoff talk, is kind of premature at this point. After one game, everybody wants to go, you know, extreme, you know, opinions on after one week, you know. Um, Congratulations to Dion for winning his game, Coach Sanders. Um, I'm not ready to put them in the playoff yet. Shadour, I knew Shadour could play. I knew he could spin it. So we all knew what Travis Hunter was. So Travis Hunter is really my front runner for the Heisman at the moment. I, I don't think anybody else in the country is even close after that performance he put on. And the only reason why I'm talking about Colorado is because of Dion and Florida State and all things Florida State football I talk about. Um, I don't really follow Buff Colorado like that. I watch the game. Um, You know, I think Florida State and Colorado are on a collision course. Um, Maybe even this season. I mean, if if... If Colorado, you know, has a great record, if they can manage to win 10 games, I, I, after seeing them play, I think they can beat anybody on their schedule. Um, their offensive and defensive lines are uh, not great, but they're not bad. They did their job. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um Florida State, the sky's the limit. Like I I said earlier, I would like to see Jordan Travis quit doing the boneheaded stuff. You know, when when the defensive line pretty much has you sacked, don't just blindly throw the ball in the air. That can cost you. Just take the sack. There's nothing wrong with taking a sack or throwing the ball away. Okay? You don't hurt your team by doing that. There's nothing wrong with a punt and playing defense. So, you know, as a six-year player, I think he should know that. I understand being a competitor. I understand wanting to make a play on every play. I understand that. But you cannot do that to your team. You have to be smarter. Um, I was really impressed with Rodney Hill. Okay, number 29. I think he's going to be a player for us. I really do. Um, I like the combination of transfer portal and high school guys. Um, I think, you know, I think the Southern Miss game and the Boston College game, you could possibly see Hakeem Williams. I would love to see him get out there just to see what he can do. Um, I really didn't see a lot of freshmen play in that game. Against LSU, it was just a lot of veterans. Um, so, I, you know, over the next couple of weeks, I would like to see some of the freshmen just to get some sort of evaluation on them and, and just see how our recruiting is translating to the field. Um, but, you know, Florida State football is in a great place right now after one week. I'm not ready to say ACC championship. I'm not ready to say college football playoff, I just think we're in a really good place right now. 
Um, I felt like we should have been ranked higher after beating the number five team in the country. I think we had the hardest game of all the other top five, te top ten teams. So I felt like we should have been at least like two or three, if not number one, just based on the game that we played against LSU. Um, but we all know that polls is a, you know, politicized, you know, type of deal. And, um, you know, Georgia is the bigger draw right now. Michigan is the bigger draw. I understand we had like 9 million people watching that game against LSU, but, you know, they, they the rankings are for TV. They're not really for football per se, right? Because Georgia might not be the number one team. Michigan might not be the number one team. Or number two team. Alabama might not be the number three team. So it's going to be. I always love talking about college football and the potentials of how everything could unfold. I mean, that's what makes what makes college football great. Um, I'm not a big fan of this. The playoff, the four team playoff. I think it should be. Ex it's going to get expanded, I think. You know, it's going to probably go from 12 to 16 at some point because the more teams you have, the more money you get. But, you know, it's going to be college football as we know it is not going to be the same. Um, and, um, you know, Florida State's trying to get out the ACC because of money. I understand that. I know there's a business side to this thing, but I don't really care about the business side of, of college football. I just care about what's on the field. Again, we should dominate Southern Miss. Um, you know, run the football, play defense. I don't think this has to be an overly complicated game plan going against these guys. Um you don't take the opponent lightly. You're coming off a emotional win over LSU. Um, I think Mike Norvell will have these guys ready to go. But I don't think you just come out there and you don't have to throw the ball all over the yard against this team. So, for me, your offensive line is better than their defensive line. You got a stable of running backs. If you're if you're going to get pass happy, I would do a, con a controlled passing game. I wouldn't do anything too overly complicated. Um, and you should win this game, you know, easily 35-42 to 7, something like that. They should never be in this game. So, you know, there's no um, over analysis for this this week. You know, you respect Southern Miss. They have players, but they're 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 not in our league. Um. So, um, we should dominate them. Um. I really, I really would like to see, like I said earlier, some of the young guys play. I really want to see Hakeem Williams, the five-star receiver. I mean, he came in with a lot of fanfare. So I would like to see him and what he can do. Um, uh, the linebacker from California, I wouldn't mind seeing him. And I like Rodney Hill, man. He 
he he's a very physical back. Um, so I think this would be a great, well, really the next two weeks would be a great, this is a great time to work on your running game because your running game struggled against LSU. And, you know, we know that Clemson got beat by Duke, but you can't take them lightly, dog. Like I said, um, if Dabo's going to have those guys ready to play for any game, it's going to be Florida State. And our bugaboo, as far as quarterbacks, is scrambling with and Klubnik is a fast quarterback. So I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, uh, Dabo and his staff is going to look at that film and say, hey, if the, if it's not there, take off because they're bad against scrambling quarterbacks. Um, just happy that football season is back, man. Football is such a therapeutic thing for me personally, just being able to record these podcasts and being able to watch the games. Um, it takes your mind away from you know, the stuff you have to deal with in everyday life. And just thank God for football. Um, Florida State, man, it's been a long, hard road to get back to relevance, to being one of the top programs in the country. It's been a long, hard road since 2015. Um, And I just hope that the school, the coaches, the fans, the boosters would will, will not take this thing for granted this time and do everything you can to preserve the winning culture, you know, that we're potentially jumping back into. I know it's just one game and everybody likes to overreact, but I, I think we got a really good shot of doing something special this season. And, you know, just doing silly stuff on the field can ruin those chances. So I just really hope that Mike Norvell and staff are, you know, you know, letting these guys know that, you know, one mistake can cost you the game. You know, double pumping on the tunnel screen when you're basically sacked and you just throw the ball up for grabs. Um, getting beat on deep coverage, not having gap control, not playing fundamentally sound football, penalties, personal foul penalties, those things against a well-coached team will hurt you. And I, I, I know the final score was 45-24, but LSU missed on a lot of opportunities. It could have been closer than that. Okay, Brian Kelly just didn't have those guys ready to play. And he, his two best players, in my opinion, Daniels and Perkins, he just didn't put them in positions to succeed. Whatever whatever the defense is going to give me, I'm going to take it. And if I have a player that does something really well and you can't stop it, I'm going to do it every single play. I'm not going to try to make a Square peg fitted a round hole. I see, to me, football is a very simple game. You put players in positions to succeed. You don't force a player to do something that he's not good at. 
Harold Perkins will be an edge rusher in the NFL. He will be an elite edge rusher in the NFL. Make no mistake about that. And when he did come off the edge, he was basically unblockable. The tackle couldn't even, on either side, the tackles could not touch him. So we got lucky. I'll take the win. I'll take the, the adulation. And, you know, you can hype us up. But I know deep down, you know, Brian Kelly and staff mismanaged this game in terms of personnel. So you can't count on that every week. You have to go out there and play, you know, clean football. No penalties. You know, a punt is not a bad thing. Throwing the ball away is not a bad thing. Not every single play is meant to be a big play. You know, sometimes the defense does what they're supposed to do, and you have to take that into account. And you know, live to fight another series. You know, as a Jordan Travis, as a six-year player, I thought he would, you know, get it. Um, I, I want them to get rid of that tunnel screen. That is, that is such a dangerous play. Because I can see one being picked off and taken to the house in a big game. So... One of my favorite plays that they run is the wheel route to Tua Feely. I mean, Tua Feely in the open field is just a dynamo. I mean, and there's just so many weapons on offense. Um, you know, you like like Bell said, you're going to have to just pick your poison, man. Um, <clears throat> but we need this Clemson game really bad. We need this Clemson win really bad, man. And, um, I mean, it just, I think beating them and getting back to where we used to be in terms of owning them, it would be tremendous. You know, I hope Dabo Sweeney never does NIL or transfer portal. I hope he stays on that path because that's basically you've let Florida State close the gap and surpass you by not changing with the times. And I love it. I'll never feel sorry for Clemson because they had their run and they had a tremendous run and they've owned us for the last seven years. But I hope this season we can get past them and get back to where we want to be. And that's national champs or competing for national championships. I, I, I definitely think that we can get this thing rolling, rolling. Um, Mike Norvell has been a master in the transfer portal. Um, that's the reason why we're back so fast. And, you know, you can I can only sing his, his kudos at this point. I've said many times when they said he was going to be the next head coach, I wasn't a fan of it. I was against it. So, but I was wrong. I was absolutely positively wrong. But, however, there is room for improvement. I would love to see him make better in-game adjustments. I would love to see offense, defense, and special teams make better in-game adjustments. Um, uh, you know, as soon as you recognize that something is not working, make an adjustment. Don't wait until halftime. Make that adjustment immediately so you can score points or stop the opposing team from scoring. And sometimes, 
Adam Fuller, the defense coordinator, I don't know what he's running. Because sometimes his scheme doesn't fit the situation. You know. And we just got lucky a bunch of times. Like, you're not spying Daniels. You're not spying Daniels. And he's gashing you for 15, 20 yards every time he runs. Make it make sense, man. Because I really can't. Um, so, there's, there's room for improvement. I'm not going to say the we're definitely the best team in the country after week one. I'm not going to say that the sky is falling after week one, but there's always room for improvement. And, you know, I think the next two weeks, Southern Miss Boston College would be a great way to get your running game going. I don't think you have to go out here and throw the ball 50 times against those two teams. I think that you can dominate in the trenches against these two teams and give you and build up the confidence of your uh, football team and head into the Clemson game and, Dominate them like Duke did. Um, I, I would like to say that we have better talent than Duke. Now, maybe we don't have the heart that Duke does. Because they came out and just, you know, pushed Clemson all over the field. Um, but I, I do think that we're going to beat them this year. And get back to our rifle place in college football. And that's dominating. Um, so that concludes this episode, this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's on YouTube. It's on all podcast platforms. Um, I love doing these podcasts, man. I love doing these videos. I'm not in it for fame and fortune. I just love talking Florida state football. So thank you for your support. The last two videos have set personal best for me. I really do appreciate it. And as always go nose.